Welcome to Remotely Creative, a RemCab podcast where we talk to artists, designers, and wildcards about how they're surviving in the era of COVID-19 isolation. I'm your host, Rob Flattery, and today I'm joined by RemCab student and performance artist, Javon Brock. Javon, a black man, has attended rallies throughout Colorado to demand justice for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Sean Reed, and others who have died at the hands of police. Jovan, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. I know it's kind of a weird circumstance. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. It's, it's kind of crazy that I'm out here. I remember uh, reaching out to you on Instagram, like, I want to be on the show. <laughs> and here I am, it's pretty dope. Yeah, um, that's funny you said that. You you know reached out to me. I was like, all right, well, Jovan wants to be on. Let's figure out how to get him on here. And then, um, you know, Thursday night I was watching TV and uh obviously i saw your face probably about 30 different times on three different channels really um, oh yeah totally and so i'm going around trying to find your phone number um <laughs> obviously i texted you um just to make sure you're okay um so yeah, uh, yeah thursday night i was like well we should have jovan on he he wanted to be on so let's let's get him on there hey <laughs> yeah, so tell me how you're feeling right now I'm exhausted. Uh, I did a lot of performance yesterday. Uh, I went down to Boulder, and then after that, I came. I came down to Denver, and my performance pieces are very like extenuating on the body. So I don't know if you want me to go into what I did in Boulder or yeah. yeah so I just went down to Boulder. Um, the first time I went there, it was just to, you know try to gather people around and kind of protest. I wasn't aware that they had a protest earlier. So maybe people weren't like really in the mood, but I'm, you know, trying to encourage people to come join us. I think my approach was maybe a little too aggressive because it's kind of personal to me. And I, and, you know, people who don't look like me probably don't really understand like the pain that I'm feeling. So I'm out here like yelling at people, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you just sitting around? We need help. Like, da, 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 da. I had a conversation with my mom. Like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Like, and, feel like I'm coming off like very like aggressive and I don't know, but I just, she told me, um, it's not, it's not like my, my job to, well, you can't like force people. That's what she was trying to say. You can't force people to, to feel something that you're feeling. So the, the next time I went yesterday, um, I didn't say anything. I just, I came up with this idea of a performance piece where I got, um six uh concrete bags from home depot they're 50 pounds um each we took them to pearl street which is where a lot of the traffic is um i got some black paint um and my friend paint my body um from the waist uh up uh, he painted my body with black paint and then i laid on the ground and i put my hands behind my back and i had them stack the concrete bags on top of me and then I played the audio of um George Floyd when he was getting arrested um and I just laid I just laid there with the with the weight on me um with that audio going and I had my friend record it so that's one thing I did and then right after that my friend wanted to go protest in Denver and I thought I was kind of like done for the day but for some reason I got out I got out the car and I painted the rest of my body the rest of my face the I painted my back um, and I saw, we went down to the Capitol building 
we saw, I saw the statue. I saw, I saw a guy up on the statue taking pictures. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I wish I could get up there. Um, <laughs> so I got up there <laughs> and then um, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to come down. I want to stay up here. So I decided to bind myself to the, to the statue with some duct tape. And I was there until the police had to uh, remove me. So I'm just like really tired. That's how, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm just tired. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, you know, it, it physically takes a lot out of you, but I'm sure emotionally is probably just, just as much. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, speaking of protest, why do you feel that the public protests are so important? It's important because it brings, it brings awareness. It brings people together. That's what, that's what we need to see right now is people coming together. So that's why I think the protests are so important. And it just irks me to see people who, who don't feel like they need to participate or think they're too busy with other things. Like, I think people really need to get their priorities in line. And it's just like, you know, we need to make a change and, and you can help us make that change. Yeah, totally. Um, so obviously, you know, protesting is happening, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So what is it like to protest in the middle of? It's not it's like the coronavirus to me is, is pretty much irrelevant. Like I'm not scared of, of getting sick. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's like an afterthought. I don't really think about covering my face as, as bad as that may sound. Like I don't wear a mask unless I'm about to get tear gas. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't even know if it's, I just, I just don't know about the coronavirus. I don't know if I'm going to get sick later if a bunch of people are going to get sick, but we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned the tear gas. It, did that already happen? Yeah, I got tear gassed. I got, I got shot with the little paintballs. I don't know if they shoot like paintballs or BBs. They shoot something. I don't know if you can see. I got hit like right here in the head. It was like uh, at night when they were telling me to get off the statue and I, I wouldn't leave. I had this umbrella. <laughs> so I was like trying to block the shots. It was, it was insane. It was, you had to be there to, to, to see it. But yeah, I got, I got shot. I got tear gas. Uh, the people there were very supportive, though. Like, you should have seen everything that was on top of that statue that people were giving me. I had tons of water. I was planning on staying up there all night until, I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on coming down anytime soon. And I, I would still be up there if, um, if they hadn't told me to come down. I would still be up there. Um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was prepared to do whatever I needed to do to stay up there. And I had, like, um, some goggles that somebody gave me. Um, the ones they use for snowboarding. Yeah, I saw you with the snowboarding goggles on. Yeah, I thought that was super fresh. <laughs> Love those goggles. Yeah, fashion yeah. protesting, right? <laughs> someone gave me like the little swimming goggles, the ones they use for like the the swimmers, and then uh, somebody else gave me the snowboard ones. And I was like, I like those better. Let me get those. <laughs> I, you know, for me with the snowboarding goggles, that's it. Always reminds me of all the like the NBA championships. They always wear those when they spray the, uh, the champagne. So you know, it, it does have a, a feeling of like I'm I'm doing something right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you know, even though you did get tear gassed and shot with those rubber bullets, I'm glad that you're unharmed um, for the most part. So, I will say I will say that the police officers did treat me very kindly. They weren't 
aggressive. It's just I wasn't trying to comply. I wasn't trying to come off the statue, and that's why they shot at me. Um, I do think he was low-key kind of having fun shooting at me, though, like, like <laughs> practice. And I can't really blame him for it because I don't know, like maybe, I don't know. I do feel like he just kept kind of like, but I don't know. I don't know how they feel. I, I kind of wonder like what, what it's like on their side. Like how are they feeling? You know, like what are, are their families protesting? Like what is it like for them on the other side? We don't, we don't really ever get to see that, you know? So. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I mean, uh, sometimes you always hear that adage, well, they're just doing their job, but you know, that goes back to, Sometimes people are doing their job and they're killing people. So we don't, we don't want that to happen. Right. Um, so wh what do you see as being the next step in all this? That's, <clears throat> I don't know if I see the next step yet. Right now, I just feel like my job right now is to just spread awareness. I don't know. I was having a conversation with someone last night and I was like, you guys, it's like, we want change, but you know, what is that change? Like, what exactly do we want? I couldn't, I couldn't tell them. I was like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is that needs to change, but it, it has to, something has to happen. And it's not my job. I don't think it's my job. And I don't know enough to make, to make a, um, an educated, like this needs to happen. Cause that could sound, whatever I say may, may not be the, the solution. So. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what, what's going to happen next. I just know where our emotions are, are very high right now. So we do want those officers behind bars. We want them charged. And I think that's like a good step um, in the right direction. Right. So Jovan, um, you know, we kind of jumped into the interview, but tell me a little bit about your, your background, where you're from, all that. <clears throat> um, well, I was born in California, um, in Pomona. I don't know the California too well because um, I grew up in Colorado Springs. So Colorado Springs is kind of like my home, but I still have like that connection to California because I do have a lot of family out there. Um, yeah, I grew up in Colorado Springs. I was in the military for four years. I was in the Marine Corps. Um, shortly after that, I went to school for um, audio engineering because I wanted to be a producer was like really into music but slowly i slowly like found out that i wanted to like make music they teach you how to make music sound good so they won't teach you how to make it but they'll teach you how to make it sound good um not, that really didn't interest me so i think um after that that was in arizona so i think after that uh yeah it was this crazy this crazy road path that i have um, I can't, I don't remember what I did after Arizona. I, have to, <laughs> I got a lot, I did a lot, but uh, I lived with my mom for a little bit. That didn't really work out. Um, moved out, I was in my car, I lived in my car for three, two to three months. Um, and that was uh, when I found out about RIMCAD. I would say I found out about RIMCAD about 2000, it was 2019. Mm. In January, that's when I joined you guys. Uh, it was in 3D animation. Because um, I just saw like ads, like I, I love video games, but, and that like really like inspired me a little bit to like make something like that. But I saw like what it was, what it was like, and that didn't really appeal to me. 
But after taking the uh, foundations class and learning about like, you know, what art is, um, shout out to, to Kyle, Kyle Hosley. <laughs> he, really, uh, he really put me on um, performance art. And I remember having conversations with him and, you know, other teachers about, you know, performance art. And that's when I decided to, to switch my major to fine arts because I just felt like that's where I needed to be. And I'm glad I did it. I love it. I love it so much. Nice. Do you, do you feel that your military training um, kind of prepared you a little bit for some of the performance duration, um, endurance? Yeah, of course. Um, I always think about it. I'm like, man, I'm standing up here, but I've done so much more like physical training in, in the Marine Corps. So this is nothing like I could stand up here and just and just not move this. And it's actually a, a little easier because in the Marine Corps, when you're in formation, you can't move at all. They don't want you moving. You know what I'm saying? You have to be still. <laughs> um, and some people will, will pass out that we have, um, what are they called? These retirement ceremonies where they'll get a whole bunch of Marines to stand in formation and we'll, uh, we'll stand there while uh, an, older, an older Marine is retiring and we'll go through this. It, it lasts for like an hour and a half and you're just standing in one spot. Can't move. So it's, just, it's really nothing to me, really. Um, yeah, I do think like the military's trained me for this moment. And I do think, you know, the performance art that I've done in the past is really like um, made me be able to come out of my shell and express myself um, the right ways. Yeah. Um, so through this, are you, you know, you've done a lot of performance work since you've been at RIMCAD um, and then throughout, are you starting to re-examine all that work now? Um, with, with everything that's currently going on? The work I like to look at is the, I think it's, it's, it's not the first one I did, but it's the one where I was standing under the dome. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's like this feeling that I have with, with being around white people so much. And that's kind of where I had to, I wanted to show like my body against the snow. It didn't snow as much as I wanted it to, but there was snow on the ground. And then, you know, there's me under the dome, with my shirt off, I have no shoes on and then, some basketball shorts and I'm just standing there. Thanksgiving. Um, that was, yeah, that was around Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I remember because somebody said, oh, there's somebody out there. And I don't know if you remember, I came up and it was like, oh, are you just, you're making art? And you just looked at me and said, yes. I said, all right, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's one of the pieces I kind of look back and it's like, yeah, I still kind of had like the same energy that I have now. Then another one that I really liked is um, I did like a coronavirus coronavirus one where I had like a whole bunch of uh, face masks, I had them all around my head. And I got like some green slime. I poured it on top of my head and it was all oozing. It was over my head and I was on the, the second floor of Texas, the end of the hallway, just sitting on the window. And I, I edited it. I don't know if you know who Kid Cudi is, but he has um, this album called Man on the Moon too. And he kind of has like this, uh, it's like in a tuxedo and he's sitting there's like this uh portrait that's behind him and it kind of looks like the, this galaxy so i kind of like took some inspiration from that and i kind of made um my performance piece like kind of look like that so it's that's probably one of my favorite ones it looks it just looks really cool yeah so. did you ever see kid cuddy in concert when he was doing that um tour with all that no nah, i've never seen him in concert i've never seen him yeah, I saw him at Red Rocks. Uh, ooh, that's, I don't know how many years ago, Man on the Moon Tour 2 or whatever. A, a friend of mine in Tennessee did all the light 
light and stage design for that. So talking about that, I was like, oh yeah, Steve, Steve did that. I call him girl <laughs> pants because he was the first guy I ever saw who wore the tightest pants ever, but his name is Steven. Um, yeah. So you've been, you know, posting and, and sharing all your experiences on Instagram. Um, how do you see social media being leveraged for social change? How do I see social media being used for social change? Yeah, just like leverage, like, you know, people are obviously reposting your image. Martin Lawrence and Common shared uh, images of you, which is pretty awesome, right? Yeah, you wanna know like, okay, so, <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like I, it's not, it's not like they posted my name or anything, it's just me. So they don't, people don't know who I am. So I do like the, the fact that I'm being used as like a symbol and I, that's why I want to spread awareness because I'm. I feel like I'm that symbol that needs to be, that needs to be seen. And I know how to how to get people's you know like attention. And I know how to do that pretty well. Um, social media is it's a lot of crazy things that I've seen on there. Is a lot of like what what bothers me the most is is the the rioting and the people looting. Um, I haven't made up my mind on whether that's if that's something that should be encouraged or something that it's, it shouldn't be encouraged. I'll say it shouldn't be encouraged, but we need to be heard. And, and this peacefulness that we've been doing, it, we've been doing it for so long, you know, um, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he did the knee for at the, at the football games. And, you know, he, he gets called, you know, uh, son of a bitch. And it's, it's like, I don't know, you know, Martin Luther King, he got killed, you know, trying to do some peaceful, just some peacefulness. Um, so it's like, I don't know, like how peaceful are we supposed to be when, when nothing is changing? A part of me wants to see everything burned down. Like I want to see it burn, but it's like a part of me is like, that isn't right because there's a lot of, there's a lot of hardworking people out here. There's a lot of people who, who need these jobs. There's a lot of people who, who don't deserve to have their businesses broken into and everything stolen, but it's just, it's hard to, it's just hard to think about. I don't know. Yeah, there, um, there's a sports bar in Minneapolis um, that was going to open. I don't think it opened yet. Um, it was supposed to open, then obviously COVID happened. And then obviously with all the, um, the protests and turned into riots in uh, Minneapolis, it got destroyed. Um, and so the owner put, I believe, a GoFundMe together um, for like a hundred thousand dollars to, you know, get, get back up. And I checked it this morning. I read the article this morning and I believe it was at $948,000, um, to get this thing, uh, going back, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's really nice to see these things and talking about social media. It was obviously something I saw on social media and seeing people give back, um, to get this business back back open or back on the ground because of everything so yeah one thing i, I want to say is why i understand the the looting and the rioting is because those things can get rebuilt and replaced you know what i'm saying george floyd's not coming back you know what i'm saying we can't replace george floyd so i i just those things it, it will take some time but they will come back mm -hmm. it'll be like brand new so that's just one thing I want people to think about as well is these things will can get repaired 
things can get replaced and they can get rebuilt. George Floyd can't come back. Yeah. Um, um, how can people support the Black Lives Matter and, and combat police brutality? Um, get out and protest, get spread awareness. That's what I want to see. I just want to see everybody just know like what's going on. That's, that's the main thing is, you know, sending out like, you know, a, a tweet or, you know, sharing some stuff on Instagram is cool, but we really need more than that. You know what I'm saying? It's cool that you're spreading it on there, but actually get out there and see, see it for yourself, you know, be a part of it. You know, don't just sit at home in your bed because that's not really going to bring us change. Do you, do you think um, everyone being in isolation, you know, in the fears over the coronavirus, do you think that that kind of hurts that protesting right now? Um, I mean, it's, it's weird because, you know, people, when I went to Boulder, there's, there's a lot of people not social distancing. You know, they're just out shopping. They're with their families. They're crossing other, other people that they don't know. I mean, they all have masks on um, and it's not as crowded, but it's, I don't know. I still feel like if you're, if you're able to do that much, like just take it a little step further. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's really confusing. I don't want anybody to get sick. I don't want yeah. nobody to end up dying from the coronavirus, but you know, I'm out here risking my life uh, from catching It's, it's killing one, it's killing the black, the black community disproportionately to the white community. So I will, I will see that. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm out here knowing that. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I can't say that people won't get sick if you, if you go out there, um, cause it's a possibility, but I'm willing to take that risk. And you know, that's something that, that other people are going to have to question. Um, if they're willing to do that, I think I think Black Lives Matter, and I think like this protest is, it just means it just means more to me than you know the coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus is going to pass, but is this is this racist you know system that we live in is that is that going to pass? Is that ever going to change? You know, there's going to be a cure for for coronavirus. Is there going to be a cure for what's going on in the community? So. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it right now. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, how do you use your art to express feelings about race? I mean, we, we kind of talked about uh, the dome piece. Talk to me a little bit more about um, the, the snow, the snow removal, how you're moving the mounds of snow. Mm. That one started... Um... It was like a class project. We had to do something that was like a, well, it was like something, it had to be based off of some type of mythology. And mine was, um, who was Sisyphus. Sisyphus, he, he had to push this boulder up a, up a hill. Mm -hmm. As soon as it got to the top of the hill, it would roll back down. He's in this constant, you know, struggle to get this boulder to the top. Um, so my, my take on that was I want to get this big pile of snow in one spot. Um, I know it's going to melt, but I just want to keep building it and building it. I was very, I was very ambitious because I thought I was going to be able to get it as big as the dome. I was like, I can do that. Like, I can definitely do that. Um, and I noticed like how hard and, and strenuous it was, but it, I didn't let that stop me. I was like, you know what, I'm going to just try to do my best. And um, 
yeah, even even after the <laughs> the assignment was over, I was still out there. I was like, I'm gonna just do it until all the snow's gone. I need. I said I was gonna make it as big as a dome. I, it's not gonna get that big, but how big can I get it? Um, that one didn't feel so much as racial to me personally. Um, it did remind me of like some relationships that I've had in the past where, you know, you put in all this work um, and then just over time, it really doesn't mean anything because, you know, those people fade away um, and you, you never, you never, you know, talk to them, never um, communicate. So that, that's kind of what that one made me feel. That one, that's what that one made me feel like, you know, a lot of hard work into a relationship that, you know, it's melted away. I melted away. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> it, it stuck around there for a while. I, it did. It was, it was there. I mean, you kind of cleaned up most of the uh, North <laughs> Lawn there. So, um, yeah, I, for me, you know, seeing uh, a black man carry all this white, you know, snow, I, I saw some sort of, um, you know, comments about race on there. But it's interesting to see, you know, what the artist perspective is versus the viewer's perspective so yeah mm -hmm. a lot of people thought it was i was uh being uh punished like they thought i was i got in trouble <laughs> so i was out there that's why um kind of made me feel like maybe like a, a prisoner like maybe didn't really feel like a like i was a worker but kind of like a uh, like a prisoner you know doing hard labor that's kind of what it felt like maybe that's something i should look into when people get in trouble we just make them pick up snow or something else <laughs> I, I like that i'm kidding yeah. i'm kidding um so what unique challenges do you face as an artist trying to come up with it's not it's i have a pretty good imagination but it's 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 i don't know my challenge is is always like how is it going to look in my head, I've always, I always have a hard time trying to visualize it in my head because I need to see things. So <laughs> before uh, we went to Boulder, we went to Home Depot and I'm just laying on the ground in Home Depot. I was like, all right, put them on me because I need to know exactly what I'm getting into. So he had, he had stacked a couple on me. I was like, okay, now I have an idea of what I want to do. Like I want them to be a pyramid on top of my back. I don't want them to be like, you know, straight out. Um, one by one by one. It's always just, another thing is, is the cost. Cause a lot of my performance, I have to go out and I have to buy things. So I have to be cautious because you know, a lot of the supplies I can't really afford. So I have to be creative in, in, in the things that I use. I have to use the things that, I, that are available around me or the things that I can go out and just, and just get real quick. So that's always like a challenge me yeah i would you know you probably know this already but definitely keep yourself keep a little notebook with you at all times come up with ideas write them down and don't throw those ideas away i mean oh, yeah. that, I notebook full of crazy crazy ideas <laughs> yeah i mean that'll be that'll be something that you know 10 12 years from now you got that notebook you go through it like oh i never realized this concept and i definitely mm -hmm. want to so yeah. Make sure you always keep keep your ideas uh, fresh there. Mm -hmm. um, so has social distancing impacted your art and creation at all? 
I mean, you've talked about the protests. Is there anything else? I Art and social distancing. There's been, I think, well, I did, I did another piece where um, we had to do this painting in my, my painting, uh, painting one class. And I was like, when I found out I had that class, I was really nervous because I was like, I, I'm not much of a painter. Um, and I don't really know how to use the brush and I took topics in color, but I still could struggle with, you know, blending and getting the right colors. So we had to do a still life, our first still life. And I'm just sitting there just like really frustrated, like, man, why do I have to learn this online? Like, how am I, how am I really supposed to learn this, you know, online? Like, I really need someone here to show me how to, how to paint this. So I was like, you know what? I, this is, it's gonna, it, it, it looks like like, um, I know it and I don't wanna hear anybody say like, oh, you know, like this over here, you know, it, it looks good, but you, you know, I don't, I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I decided to take that painting. Um, my roommate has a, uh, an easel. So I took that easel to the school right in front of the, the Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. I painted, you know, I recorded it and I uh, painted in black paint, you know, learned online because that's how I kind of felt this painting was. Is I, I learned, I learned it online. If I didn't learn it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was oh like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that one was cool. It, I guess it was kind of like social distancing because it wasn't a lot of people. It was like, a, it was a video. Um, if you was driving by, you saw it. If you was walking by, you saw it. But um, no, of quarantine. Quarantine, it really, at first I was feeling like I'm not being very creative. I'm just playing video games, just kind of waiting for this to end. So I wasn't really worried about making art until, you know, this class started up. And I was like, okay, well, I have to come up with something. So, yeah, I, I saw the, uh, your image on Instagram and I was like, all right, that works. I'll allow that. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it was interesting. I thought it was great. Um, you know, one thing about this whole quarantine is, is, you know, making sure that you do take time for yourself Do make sure that you're, you know, keep the creative juices flowing. And it seems like um, that you've been doing that. I think, you know, sadly, some of the events uh, that are happening in the world have probably kind of put a little bit of a, of a spark into your motivation. Um, Definitely. But, you know, I definitely respect that. And I appreciate everything that you're out there doing. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what's what's next for you? Do you know? Um, I need to just keep making people aware, like I have, you know, some more ideas that I want to go out there and try. Um, I don't know if I want to say them right now, just because I'm still I'm still thinking about them. Yeah, but I definitely want to go back to Boulder. Definitely want to go back to the to the statue. Um, I was thinking about going to other to other neighborhoods, other um, other places. I just want to see like how everybody's responding to this, because it just it just really hurts to just see people just like sitting back, just you know, just lounging around. And it's just like it's just like man, dude, like this is this is crazy. Like I can't force you to do something. Like my mom was telling me is like they have a constitutional right to like you know not do anything. It's it's kind of like you know like how what do you say against that? It's like you're right, but like. I'm right too. Like they need to come help us. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's, it's difficult. 
So I just want to make people aware. And I'm just going to, if, if my community, if the black community is so like in shambles, then I don't think you guys should be able to just, you know, not be able to not feel something or see anything. So I want to make sure that my presence is known in those communities. Definitely. So, Are you going to head to Colorado Springs? You said that's kind of your home base. That's seems- well, I saw people were actually uh, protesting because I'll get on Snapchat. You know how they have the map to see everything that's going around. So I'm checking in. I'm looking at places. I'm like, All right, what are you guys doing over there? And I saw Colorado had Colorado Springs had a really cool, uh, really big red hot spot. So I was like, you know what? They probably yeah. doing thing over there. So I'm I'm gonna leave them alone. Boulder. You don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of protesting over there. Um, I was thinking about maybe going to Fort Collins. I feel like that's kind of that's kind of a drive. Um, they yeah. have like six Taco Johns on the way, so you can stop at all of them. So. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely. Well, I I'm really glad that you're doing this again. Um, do you have? You want to shout out your your Instagram, your social media? I will tag you, but you you know, audio shout outs always better. Yeah, um, shout out to um, let me shout out to my to my teachers, um, Julie sure. Julie Puma. She's been very supportive. Um, she's my my painting one teacher, and we kind of we kind of butted heads in the beginning, but um, she's actually really cool. Shout out to um, Amber Cobb because she's she's helped me a lot. Kyle Hosley and Jaime all my favorite teachers like I love them um so much because they've they've given me a lot of a lot of knowledge um thank you for supporting me um Gretchen is cool you still there Gretchen <laughs> um but yeah my Instagram is Zayday13 Z-H-A-Y-D-A-Y one three um yeah that's that's all the people I think I want to shout out right now if I'm forgetting anybody I apologize it's not coming to mind right now I, I want to make sure that you forget Toby Fike. Toby. Yeah, Toby's cool. Rob, Rob, you cool. Everybody's cool, man. <laughs> Jovan, uh, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out to be on the, the podcast, telling us what you're doing, uh, telling us, uh, you know, how we can get involved and to, you know, be motivated to, to help out here. Um, again, I hope that you stay safe, um, and you know, that you put the message out there that, that you're wanting to put out. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me on this show. It means a lot. Awesome. Well, Javon, take care of yourself and I'll see you soon. All right, man. Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode. Remember, you can find links and images from today's guest on our website, remcad.edu forward slash remotely creative. And don't forget to submit your questions for us by emailing remotely creative at remcad.edu. That's R-M-C-A-D dot E-D-U. Make sure to subscribe to Remotely Creative wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Special thanks to our team here, Gretchen Marie Schaefer, Chris Daly, Mel Kern, Josh Smith, and Madeline Austin for making today's episode possible. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other.